I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in to another week of Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. I'm Josh. And, uh, man, a lot of exciting stuff has happened in uh, this last week since we uh, since we talked last. Um, oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it all. Uh, first and foremost, can't go without saying a couple of the most obvious things. Number one, Thanksgiving is officially over. And it is so now. You won't be frowned upon if you put your Christmas decorations up. Exactly where I was going with that. Let it snow. All you, Let it snow. All you haters out there that don't like to decorate your homes before Thanksgiving, you know, you got the green light now. But those of us who are um, <laughs> psychopaths for, well, I just equate cold weather with it's time for Christmas. So, like, the moment the day, the moment it gets like below 65, I'm like, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I thought you were going to do the air and Oh, yeah. Well, y'all aren't ready for that yet. We got another week or two before you get hit with that. So, Mr. Faust. Uh, <laughs> churches are going to be working on their Christmas cantatas now. Shout out to Mr. Faust. Baptist. Baptist. It's baby, born of a virgin. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Mr. Waverly. Born of a virgin. Born of a the world and die across our hands. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, officially yeah. uh, Christmas time. <clears throat> it's actually nice and cold outside. Yeah, it's <clears throat> actually way colder outside today than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think uh, everybody was a little <clears throat> shocked of how cold it was going to be. Today. Well, it said last night it was going to be like 43 this morning at 7. I got up at 7, it was 34. I was like, oh, well, it's just a little number switcherooski. <laughs> and so just like clockwork, Chelsea left two plants out on outside and on the back porch, so they're going to be <laughs> they're dead. Dead. Yep. <laughs> Killed them. Killed them instantly. <laughs> <laughs> um second uh obvious business of the week <laughs> is uh Ole Miss wins the egg bowl. Thank God <sighs> in heaven, as Ole Miss fans were allowed to so we can say whatever we want. In Starville. But yeah, in Starville. Wasn't pretty. But it's everything we said would you, you heard it here first. Everything we said it would be. It's gonna be a tough game. The dogs are going to bring everything they had to it. They did. They literally blitzed every, almost every play. All night. <laughs> we blitz all night. Yeah. Uh, but, no, yeah. they they played a really good game. Hats off to them. And, uh, yeah, I was excited once again. I think a big thing that we've talked about some is I was excited to see the Rebs just find a way to win, you know, and it wasn't pretty. They've done that, you know, with the exception of, you know, the two they've obviously didn't uh, this year, but uh, a lot of the tough fights we've been in this year, we found a way to win and pull it out. So uh, proud of them. And two things, I mean, defense and the way we ran the ball were the things that decided the game. And so um, hats off to uh, – I'm proud of the defense. Yeah, I mean, the defense. I don't know if it's a testament to our defense or just Mississippi State's offense is just – they're not. It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, they they're just not good. Um, didn't really have any type of identity at all. I mean, other than you know, Mark's running the ball, Will Rogers trying to throw, but man, he's just I don't know. <clears throat> he Mark's kind of limped through the whole game too. Though. Yeah, he had been play. He's been playing hurt. 
I think the last few games. Um, and so I don't know, man. I, I I'm yeah, I'm probably we won the game. I think everybody again I don't know, maybe they're not an Ole Miss fan or or they're a Mississippi State fan. They're just like, Oh, it's just gonna be a it's gonna be a blowout and I'm like, No. No, no. Never works out that should way. Should be, but it's not. I think if I was telling somebody this other day, I think that if Ole Miss and Mississippi State were not it wasn't a rival game, we probably would have won forty to Yeah, for 10. sure. But, but you know, that's the way rivalry games in general are. I mean, let's look at let's look at some other rivalry games for the weekend, okay? Clemson, South Carolina, which that game should have been close, okay. Uh Georgia, Georgia Tech, one score. All right. Like right. and so I don't I didn't watch that game. I don't know all the factors I that watched went the into first it. Half. <clears throat> um Washington barely squeezed by Washington State. Uh, you know, there's just like, man, you get so many different, obviously Ohio State, Michigan, but that was just a given. One of them had to lose in their situation. They're both good teams. Anything can happen. It seemed like the better team or the higher-ranked team was on the road mm-hmm. at the rival. Too. Right. So, so anyway, it was always – State fans, I mean, they were there. They were loud, you know, cheering their team on. and Oh, Auburn, <laughs> Auburn. Why did I not even th- – I was like, there's another one. Yeah. The Iron wow. Bowl, man. Like <clears> – <throat> I'll tell you what, I've the, seen that game a hundred times. The Milro miracle. I've seen that game a hundred times, and I was like, Auburn's going to win. They're going to find a way. I don't know how, but they just found a way. Like, they're going to win Jordan Hare at night. You know, the mirror, you know the um, the the magic that happens. Uh, Hugh Freeze is just the only coach that can beat Nick yeah, Saban. literally. Was playing, uh, I don't know, he was playing his – he was coaching his mind off that game. Yeah, just he was. the whole scheme. And yeah, the defense for uh Jerry just tried to call me too. Uh the whole defense uh was just man, they were flying around they were flying around the ball. There was a couple of times where uh, you know, Milrow had a wide open guy and they ended up scoring, but Auburn seed to turn around and answer and that quarterback for Auburn dude was man. Cause they He was on it. Yes. He was um <laughs> He was he was running the ball, and I and I'm assuming you know uh, that Hugh Freeze had that schemed up that hey we're just gonna run, and they would wouldn't they put the other quarterback in a couple of times to just make a little bit play, but yeah he's typically dude, he he's was, kind of turned into their run guy but yeah, Ashford fourth and goal from the 31 yard line I can't believe it I just, Unreal. I, 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 I think that's one of the – and I was joking with one of my buddies who's an Alabama fan, and he said, he said, I promise you, that's one of the first times and probably one of the only times he can think – he said, I can think of in my life that a miracle in Jordan-Harris happened in Alabama's favor. <laughs> you know, it's like it's always the other way around, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, man, wild, wild turn mm-hmm. of events in Auburn, Alabama on Saturday night. But, yeah, that's the way rivalry goes. Um be excited to see how the SEC championship plays out, how that affects and shakes things up. Uh, a Louisville loss to Kentucky. Um, again, another one of those rivalry deals. Unranked Kentucky beats number 10 Louisville. It's going to probably bump, uh, scramble a few things around, probably bump Ole Miss up a spot or so. But which In is the really AP only. poll, we were at 11. Yeah. So uh, who knows? If that'll be the case, but it could just affect, you know, the the type Michigan. of bowl we uh, end up with. And, yeah. Uh, Whatever you want to call that game. Michigan yeah. Won. Uh, Michigan won that one. 
Um, oh, and uh, our man Sam Pittman. Gosh, dude, Arkansas looked rough. So do you? I mean, I I, I say I think you know, they've kept him. I, uh, I don't know what you do. Well, the thing is, like, I feel like in that situation, it's the. It wasn't even about like how bad they lost or anything. It was just like the type of, you know, are you trying to are you willing to deal with that type of culture? And I mean, at one point, you could see, uh, what's his name, uh, Missouri's Missouri's good coach. man. They're good. I mean, they're, you can see him on the good. field after like the third scrum in the middle of the field. He's like, "Come on, Sam!" Like he's saying it to him, like like you and right. I can hear it. Yeah, Missouri's good. I mean, Cody Schrader is he's legit. They were not going to stop him. K.J. Jefferson went out early in the game, but I don't think that was going to have any effect on the outcome. I mean, I'm not saying that maybe Auburn could have scored a couple more points. They could have got down the field, you know, kicked a field goal or something. Uh, But, no, I mean, Missouri Missouri is is a way better team. And no athletic director likes to look out in the fans and in the stands in a rivalry game with a quarter and a half of football left and there's – Nobody there. Nobody. Nobody. So. Sad times. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what they're going to do. Well. Uh, I like Sam. I like Sam a lot. <laughs> I want him to be good. We've kind of, you know, we've poked fun at him a little bit, but um, I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. going to work out. Well, um, a few things definitely worth uh, mentioning here. A lot of rivalry um, games. Um, Will Rogers enters the transfer portal. So and Will Jeff Rogers Lee. leaves Starville, leaves Mississippi State. Mike Elko leaving Duke for A&M. And Gail Lewis is leaving Walmart, Walmart. lifetime associate. Godspeed. Um, the world of <laughs> consumer retail will not be the same without her. And, signing uh, off. Signing off. Signing off. Um, we went through a pandemic together. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, Will Rogers, transfer portal, kind of saw it coming. Uh, Is he going to go to Southern Miss and play with his brother? Yeah, that's a good thought. Um, you think that's like a – is that a win for him? Is that a step down for him? Is that giving up a okay opportunity for a le- – you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't paid Can attention. Can he go back now that Levy's coming? Would he? Yeah, you can take yourself out of the portal. Uh, I think Mississippi State would I be feel like, very – I feel like Jeff Lovett is probably going to give him a call, huh? Uh, Maybe. I think Levy's uh, – I mean, obviously his offensive style very similar to Lane Kiffin's, think, but he's going to really like having an athletic quarterback, and he's got one in Mike Wright. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I think Jeff Levy's style of offense is – you got to have a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't um, have a – you know, you can't have – just sit back there and throw the ball. It's just not going to work. But right. word on the street is he was going to transfer to Southern Miss, like talk to Will Hall after the game oh, wow. two weeks ago, like on the field saying he was going to transfer. So I haven't seen anything come out about that. Yeah. Could <clears throat> not be the case at all, I think. But – to me, um, that's all sweet and all, but is that the best move for him? Like, is he going to 
I don't know. Does he make him? Does his draft stock go up? <laughs> right. By, by going to Southern Miss right now. Yeah, and that's what I mean by that. Is like, <clears throat> would that be a really cool inspirational move? And could he make Southern Miss better? Sure, but uh, I don't know if that's gonna hurt or help his chances. I think Will Rogers missed an opportunity to really be developed really well as a football player. Uh, you know, that's one thing. You know, hate him, love him, whatever. Uh, Dan Mullen was always good at doing. Sometimes he made you scratch your head, like, why is he calling plays this way? And you know, strategically. But then, but from a development standpoint, I always say he was better at developing the quarterback. He had a history of doing that. All right. I mean, if he can make Chris Relf at Mississippi State <laughs> a decent quarterback, but I mean, just look at the guys he went through at Mississippi State. Uh, previous to that, you got Tim Tebow, Florida. You know. And he was good at that. And then you got a guy like Mike Leach comes in who's really good at developing a player into his system, but developing them as a quarterback, you know, that's a different story. He's he's done better with guys who've come in who are kind of developed as quarterbacks and just worked into the system like Garner Minshew, you know, somebody like that. He's had a high success rate in that. And, and Will Rogers was doing really good in Mike Leach's system. So I think that's – he's got some draft stock. Because of that, and a lot of NFL systems kind of look more like that now uh, nowadays. But, you know, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I think he'd be successful there. I think it's just, you know, is it the best move for him or not? We we will see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeff hey, Levy. <clears throat> Jeff Levy to start Vegas. Um, you know, every – I feel like just about every sports – Talk show was they were and their you know Mississippi State uh, they I don't they were not liking that at all right. from what I from what I was you know I think that they're funny thing is is they all say all of that and then it's like when it happens you get on the next morning they're like all about it yeah. you know all like uh, they were even you know like I remember several comments when he left Oxford and or, or whatever and was basically saying, well, he wasn't calling the plays. Mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin was calling the plays. You know, but now it's like he's all of a sudden this. He's the offensive mastermind. <laughs> right. Like, okay, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But I, I honestly thought that, and I think it's, I mean, I like I like Jeff Levy. I think he's a good recruiter. I think that, you know, as far as the Egg Bowl rivalry goes, they'll, you know, they'll push that together, yeah, him absolutely. and Kiffin. And, he'll shake that up. <clears> I think, Le- yeah. Um, I like that young guy. I just thought that in the back of my mind, that seeing like, okay, well, we just had a coach that had zero head coaching experience in the SEC, uh, how that played out, and then taking the risk of hiring another coach that basically went from a coordinator position to a head coach mm-hmm. in the SEC. <clears throat> now, I get it. One's a defensive-minded coach, and now you have the offensive-minded coach. Jeff Levy wants to run 80 plays a game. That's a lot. And that's a lot for a defense to 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 handle. But that's just something that I feel like that Mississippi State hasn't seen in their football program probably as long as I've been alive. They, I feel like they have always been a defensive first type yep. football team. And to see, you know, that – change to an offensive side which is it's is exciting don't get me wrong yeah i'm absolutely you know having hugh freeze and 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 now lane kiffin that's what we're used to 
but you know, I, I could see that it's a risk either way. It could be the best thing that ever happened, and he could be a great head coach, or you could be sitting at five and six next year. Because I looked up the schedule next year, Alex, for football. Because you know, like mm-hmm. everything's changed and all. Right. <clears throat> we don't play Mississippi State the last game of the year anymore. We play Mississippi State. The Egg Bowl is like uh, the seventh or eighth game of the season. Wow. So we play them and then have two more games. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be – That's going to change the dynamic of it because it's very much a, you know, finish finish the, you know, the year strong No Alabama. Game. We don't play Alabama. We don't play Auburn. But we play Oklahoma and we play LSU. I think we play Arkansas to look at it again. It's just weird. Yeah, it is. Um, and that's kind of and something, you know, if you think about that, I mean, let's talk about that too, is like you look at the way, you know, Ole Miss finished this year. Um, let's just say it's just it stays at 12. Let's say we don't bump. <clears throat> stays at 12, and now, you know, you're recruiting. You're recruiting guys, and you're saying, hey, look, we went, you know, this is our fourth season here. We've gone twice. We've had 10 wins in this past year. Uh, we finished – our regular season sitting at number 12, hey, that's a seat at a chance at the national championship. And that's all you mm-hmm. can ask for in college football, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, if you come to Ole Miss, you can, that's that's your recruiting pitch right there. That's what there. you're telling recruits right there is, hey, if this were next year, look where we would be, we would have a chance to play off. Now, the bracket that I saw, and I guess that they – what is it? Um, they basically had they – had I don't know if that lane. was a prediction or if like – because they're way off now. They're not. They're like, they're on. They're they're on up. Well, I don't know. But they had Tulane at number. As 12 far as the that. conferences go, it's like if you finish number one in your conference, you automatic got a. You automatically get a playoff bid. Gotcha. So that's, that's why Tulane was the twelfth seed, even uh, though because okay, they're, gotcha. they're eleven and one. Even though that one loss they had was to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um. They had them skipping Ole Miss getting in the playoff, which doesn't make any sense to me yeah. at all. I mean, I, I get it that Tulane is like – but anyway, so let's just say that we were in the 12th spot, okay? Mm-hmm. We would be playing Michigan. Now, this was this came out before this how the games ended this weekend. Right. So that could change up a little bit, um, but they had – You're playing like the number three seed. Yeah, you're playing – like Ole Miss would be playing Michigan. Which that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to see it, but we would just be happy to be there. Yeah. At that point, okay. <laughs> so Ole Miss plays. That's not Michigan. what we tell recruits. But. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So Ole Miss Ole Miss plays Michigan. Then let's just say that you beat Michigan, okay? By some miracle, it's a Christmas miracle. Ole Miss beats Michigan. Michigan's been way overrated. Blah blah blah. Well, then the next team you play. Is Florida State who was on a buy? He was. They were one of the top four teams, so they got a buy. So you would have had Georgia on a buy, Florida State on a buy, Washington on a buy, and I think Ohio State, which that would change. So, right. But let's say that all of that stayed the same. So you play Michigan, Florida State. Okay. If you somehow get out of those two games, then you play Georgia because Georgia just won their bye game, whatever. Mm-hmm. So now you play Georgia. You're still not even in the championship game yet. Right. And you've played those three teams. 
I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever gets there is going to deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 tough. But again, that's that's more money being floated out there and more football. Well, I think it'll and... level the playing field too because your your top teams are going to have to play better quality opponents leading up to that. It's not like you play nobody in your conference championship and then you're, you know, you're done, you go to the national championship or whatever. You know, so you're going to play several rounds of you know quality opponents you know getting to that and it's going to be a it's going to be more or less it's going to be less about the team that's most talented and all this it's going to be the, the teams that are most resilient and tough and healthy and you know all that so yeah, that's 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 brutal <clears throat> but but we could say that hey we we'd be there we would be but as it looks right now i mean nothing official has come out yet but it looks like are we going like Ole Miss might? It's either going to be, I think it's either going to be the Cotton Bowl or the Citrus Bowl. So obviously, Cotton Bowl, New Year's Six Bowl. I don't know if getting us bumped up to eleven and Louisville lo- losing does that automatically give us a New Year's Six Bowl? The way that I the, the projections that I've been seeing would be we would have to jump Penn State to get a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, I think that's what I saw as well. But so, I don't uh, know. but yeah, man, it'd be cool if. We're sitting here next year, and we're having this conversation, and Ole Miss is number 11 in the country, and we're like, well, I guess we're about to give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I told Chelsea that I would be broke buying tickets. She's like, well, <laughs> we wouldn't be buying tickets. <laughs> so, you can't go to all those games, Josh. I know. Uh, <clears throat> but I would like to go to Ann Arbor if they did it that way. Yeah, I don't would know. Would it be like I a, feel like they a neutral, neutral field? Okay. Maybe maybe one round would be like you host, but then like I feel like at some point you got to get to neutral. Mm, okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Well, looks like A and M pulled a fast one too. So yeah. I'm hearing this. Hey, cir- I, I like the hire, man. Oh no 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 no, I do too. I think he's great. I'm hearing this story circulating that Mark Stoops was on a plane to College Station and that. That baby landed and turned around and flew back to Lexington. Like there you go. it was like landed yeah. and it was like nah. And so, yeah. who who knows if that speculation? Only the right people. Only the people that know that are going to know that forever, and no one else will. <laughs> I think. Yeah. But uh, well, dude, like that, and apparently it was because like the fan, like I was hearing fan base uproar and stuff like that. I'm like, look, dude, you can't. I don't know if that's true or not, but nevertheless. Well, I do. I don't know about the plane thing, but I do know it was like, all right, well, I'm hearing that Mark Stoops is Mark Stoops is the guy, and within multiple sources, yeah, by lunchtime, it, well, he wasn't the guy no more, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what happened, but I like that better, Mark Stoops. I uh, need eighty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Which he could have done, he might have done fine, but I don't know. I I, I think that the uh, the hire that they made, yeah. Is and gonna... so at first I was like, yeah, a, I mean, sure, that's a good hire. I mean, he's done. Mike Elko's done some good things the last couple of years at Duke, but I it completely, I completely forgot that he was the defensive coordinator at A and M before Durkin showed up, left Ole Miss, and went there. Right. So. That makes even way more sense. Once I learned that, I was like, "Oh yeah, like they they should have gone after him first, in my opinion." Uh, but right. that's definitely, um, I think he'll do good. And do you think that? Uh, so you know that. So 
the quarterback for Texas A&M entered the portal yeah, as well. He entered the portal as well, man. Do you think that Elko could bring over that Riley Leonard kid? You know, quarterback thought, to Duke? Because he's moment a stud. I saw that in the he portal, got hurt, but I thought that um, I wondered if that would be possible because if I do believe that he's good, like, and I think if he had the right guys around him, he could mess around and uh, be very, very competitive. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he also seems kind of like one of those guys, just like a Duke kid, you know, like super, well, he's super from, smart and yeah. kind of. He's from like Fairhope, Alabama. His yeah. mom texts him before the game and says, "You suck, you suck." Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, but uh, yeah. No. Anyway, I, I mean, Texas A&M could get him over there, give him a little NIL money, and you know, I yeah, think mom knows. would be happy with that. Absolutely. You know, but. I think I think that was a good I think that was a good hire. I think that he'll come in and um I don't know if he can't if he can win at Duke. You know I think he he, he should figure he, it out. He should be able to figure it out <laughs> in at, two at years. A&M. Like yes. immediate turnaround yes. time. Yes. You know like that can be done. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> I think so. that was a good hire, which worries me a little bit. I mean I'm saying all this like oh I like the hire and all you know. But but we I, like it on paper. Well, Ole Miss doesn't play Texas A and M next year, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Clarence, uh, <laughs> wonder what he's up to, dude. What is Jimbo? That's that's a good question to talk about. What's Jimbo? I think Fisher he's doing I think right he's now? just sitting there at the house watching I Christmas just, movies. <laughs> White Christmas. Yep. Yep. That's it right there. Uh, it's too cold to play golf. I'm gonna go hunting. Yeah. Anyway, well, um. Hey, did you see, uh, you know, talking about Oklahoma, Jeff Levy and, and all that earlier, he's obviously left Oklahoma for state. Hang but... on, before we leave Texas A&M, uh-huh. I know that they hired Mike Elko, but before all that went down, I was like, man, I want you, you heard it here first. Like, I wanted to call it that I was thinking that they would hire Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Dude, that would have been – that would have been a that would have been a good that would have been a they had sexy to have called him right there they 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 had to have called him and he just what is he even doing is he just is he still, like in, is he is he not still is he like in another country minute. just hanging out no he's actually he's on staff somewhere is he I saw him on the sidelines somewhere maybe um, you're right now I think that you he's say an that. assistant and it might be at a college it might be at the collegiate level too not a not professional I can't remember I feel like I've seen him on the sidelines somewhere. But no, I had the exact same thought. I had like I was like cheeks, bony uh, bath, Cliff. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> Get down uh, on your knees and tell me you love me. Um, Where? Oh, he's a USC. McAllister. He's a <laughs> McAllister. Yeah, he is at um, USC. Gotcha. Quarterbacks coach. That's what it was. All right, because I knew I'd seen him somewhere. But yeah, no, that would have been like. I mean, he won at Texas Tech. He did not win at Arizona. Coordinated at A&M. Oh, yeah, yeah. He coached Johnny Manziel. Like, 100% he got a phone like, call. 100%. He, like, he had to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, no, all I was going to say is, did you see the clip of Brent Venables getting trampled <laughs> by his players? He said in the press conference. He said in the press conference. He said. I was pissed 
Not anybody. I was just pissed. <laughs> he said, that's how people die. <laughs> that's my nightmare, by the way. He said, I didn't know what I thought, but all I knew all I knew for a fact was that my face kept getting further and further pressed <laughs> oh my God. into the ground. Why am I laughing? I'm so hard at that right now. Gosh, I'm evil. Uh, <laughs> no. No, that that is my nightmare. <laughs> that that is absolutely my nightmare. But and what's funny is people are just every like, time every time uh, Nick Saban runs out of that tunnel, I'm thinking the same thing. But I guess he kind of splits off, yeah. and goes down the sideline. He's not running to midfield, but I tell you who won't get that ran, would kill him. I tell you who won't get ran over. A hip. I tell you who won't get ran over coming out of the tunnel is Greg Knox. <laughs> He'll run Yotel over. Yeah. <laughs> You better go. <laughs> Absolutely. No, brother said, hey, what's this about, coach? Adversity. <laughs> it's a life lesson. <laughs> uh, I was like, what classic. is this guy talking about? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, anybody who knows Mississippi State, that was the most Mississippi State thing oh, ever. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And boy, they were fired up too. And I love he just like rode it down the sideline <laughs> just parked it. Well, they're like, well, you can, you can, you can ride this four-wheeler, but. Not on this pretty field. <laughs> yeah, sir. that's right. You know. Yeah. No, and it's funny. It's like they have a they had their own little four wheeler guy. Like, think he just rode it around campus. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody said that, which makes perfect sense. Somebody said that was the first time, <laughs> the first time he'd ever driven a four wheeler was that Southern Miss week, and I was like, you can tell because my man was punching the gas, <laughs> just kicking that thing. Well, anybody's out. first time to ever drive a four wheeler, you know, you've seen the. The videos, somebody, somebody sitting on the back, and they just gas it. They flip off the back. Oh yeah, he he definitely uh, would have left some tread marks on that on that football field. Oh yeah, for sure. Wiped out a cheerleader or two. Just uh, killed him dead. Yeah, but uh, anyway. yeah, no that 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 is my nightmare too. Yeah, that was rough. Because uh, even in high school, you know, you're busting through the the sign. And, mm-hmm. Those poor little cheerleaders running out of there. Like, just just get out of my way. Yeah. You're going to die. You're, <laughs> y'all going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hey, I don't know if we, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week. Uh, or no, I think we said this last week. So it kind of like slipped, uh, I would say, as less of an announcement, more of a leak that uh, Lane Kiffin had said that Jackson Dart was coming back uh, for next year. And, uh, later, like maybe it was last week, we talked about it, and then during the week, I saw this article that he like he, I, I'm saying clap back, but it wasn't like a clap back. It was just like him clarifying things and saying, "Hey, actually, I'm undecided on my 2024 return right. or whatever." Uh, but I mean, I don't know if that's just him trying to hold the cards close to his chest and make it you know, more of his announcement than his know, agent probably was like, yeah, let's, let's try to get a little bit more NIL money. And then, uh, then you announce where, what you're going to do, right. but, but whatever. I mean, he, like I said, I, I'd love to keep him, keep him around. But if there was one position on that football team that I had 100% confidence in Lane Kiffin getting in the off season or whatever would mm-hmm. be quarterback. Yeah. Be Not fine. like, if if we need to worry about anything, it's on the defensive side of the football. Like we have to get some, we've got to get some 
We got to get about, we got we got to get a couple defensive linemen and really <laughs> big time yeah. one or two uh, just beast mode linebackers. I think our secondary has been playing decently well. We just got to tackle better. Uh, we did wh- talk about that receiver from Starville. Yeah, who did commit from state. So like, what's he going to do now? You know, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's going to be one of the first phone calls or visits that Jeff Levy makes while he's in Starville. Yeah, for sure. His his, his stuff not even going to be delivered here yet. And Starville y'all gonna be proud of what y'all see game. on Saturday afternoons in Davis Wade. That's what he said when ringing his cowbell. He looks weird ringing a cowbell. I don't know. I mean, which I. Sorry for all the state fans that bear through this with us, but I think yeah. everybody might look a little weird ringing <laughs> a cowbell. <laughs> yeah. uh, Was it anyway. Stingray Ray? Yeah, that's it. That's it. He had the double cowbell. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you one thing that definitely won't be coming back to Oxford, and that's Abner's. Abner's Man. of Oxford closes after 30 years. That was interesting news to hear. Well, we had two of them, so I don't know if the original was the one that was on the, the corner of the square right there yeah. that's, that's shutting down, but dang, man, I miss Abner's. I, I know there's one, or was one. And Brandon, I guess it's closed now. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> going there. As, I remember going there as a kid. I just always remembered it as a place that had all the football jerseys on the walls. Mm-hmm. But um, I do feel like their chicken tenders got smaller every time. It wasn't because yeah. I was getting bigger. Uh, but <laughs> they did get they did get smaller. <clears throat> but I just uh, you can't get grilled tenders anywhere. Can you get grilled chicken strips at? Uh, well, I guess you can like the the slim chickens mm-hmm. thing, but I will say that I like canes, yeah, a lot, absolutely. And I haven't been to Abner's even when I was in Oxford. I didn't go eat there, but it is sad because when I was in school there, and even as like a kid going with dad and stuff to Ole Miss games, and we would eat Abner's. That was I looked forward to going there after the football game. Yeah, and wrecking some Abner's. <laughs> I do, uh, do remember that. We'll miss that. But uh, what you got going on this week? So le- last week, um, wife and kids were were off all week. I got about half the week off. Did you kill any deer? <clears throat> I did. I did kill a deer. Uh, just I just killed a doe. I like to get it. I like to kill me a doe. Right out of the gate, because um, my camp that we're that I'm that I'm in is uh, on the D map, and so they basically, I mean, we have like a biologist that comes out there and just looks, you know, we have this much land and you know this many food plots, so you're gonna have this many deer eating your food. So if you want to keep that good supply there, keep and keep bigger deer around, you know, you don't want all the does to eat up all your food, obviously. So uh, so we're on that. I mean, we have to kill so many, and I usually like to just get one or two out of the way. I needed some more meat anyway, but, yeah, I, I busted a doe, uh, and it worked out perfect because I went hunting that morning and didn't see anything. And it was a pretty morning. It was cool, cool, but I don't think it was probably one of those mornings that they were just moving late. So I went back that afternoon. I got into the stand as I'm climbing up. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I see a doe standing out this lane about 200 yards away and um so i sat and watched her for about 10 minutes and i was like you know what 
I'm not going to postpone this. <laughs> it didn't run off. That is your mistake. So I shot and uh, rode down there, picked, was able to get it in my my buggy, and uh, I was back at camp at 3.30. Bingo. Boom. You know, Call it a cleaned night. it, got home. And uh, so now I'm just trying to focus on the big boy. Yeah, which I really haven't had anything where on, on camera where I'm just like, I've got to get out there. You, on the other hand, which you sent me the other day, the some you, killers you need to be, bro. You need to be, dude. Those are those are some nice here. One because of them. There's one two of them. of them. They're eventually gonna not be together anymore. Right. I mean, and, and that's gonna happen sooner rather than later. To be honest with you. So, if I were you, um, I mean, I'm not saying I think one of them is one that my brother-in-law missed last year. He missed one, mm-hmm. uh, and it was in that field. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I'm excited to try to get out there and. See what I can do. Yeah, it was, um, uh, it was a good weekend, though. Got to... Uh, while you're out there at deer camp, uh, we went last week to the Children's Museum. My wife and kids and a friend of ours and their kid and Chelsea and your kids pulled up. and I was just basically raising your family <laughs> for you. Oh, so just The deadbeat dad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, ha- I haven't gone... <clears throat> I usually will work throughout you know what i mean it was, it was opening weekend or day you know the week after opening weekend and thanksgiving coming up so i tried to get in try to get him some hunting because i'm going to be um i'm going to be grinding at the office closing the year out and so uh but it was nice to get get that dough out of the way and start focusing on some big deer i i didn't I just hung around the house the rest of the time, though. We went to, oh, so we had um, my wife's folks. They all got COVID. So we were going to have Thanksgiving with them Thursday on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. So, but the good thing about that was. Blessing in the <laughs> Yeah, was they had already, like, bought, you know, well, hey, we're going to get the, the ham and the turkeys. They had gotten, like, the honey-baked ham and turkey. Well, they couldn't eat it. So I've been. Uh, I have been wrecking some <laughs> ham sandwiches, and but her brother, uh, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law came over. We ate, and then watched the game that evening. I wasn't gonna watch it, but I did. We went and saw the big Christmas lights over there, in Brandon, like the big show. That oh they yeah, and yeah, uh, that, that was yeah. good. So we'll probably go with y'all again. Yeah, we'll definitely. Because you can, like, get out now. Like, after you go through the whole thing, you can get out and walk down into the amphitheater. And they have, like, a little setup where you can go sit with Santa. Oh, and All nice. kind of stuff down in there. Well, upgrade. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, uh, we did that and then uh, hung around here, went to Oxford Saturday, had our Thanksgiving. It was, uh, it don't miss. No. You know? Heck it don't no. miss. Uh, I didn't get my to-go box, though. Yeah, and I feel I like, either. shout I out to Aunt Lynn, I feel like she always gets mad at me when I take a to-go box. Um, but <laughs> she let me get some German chocolate cake. I had Mom make, like, the original chocolate pie, where it's just, like, meringue on the top. Mm-hmm. You know, no pecans, you know, nothing like that. It was just chocolate Mom pie. says subtle with her, like, we, I get, we get down there to the desserts, and, like, my, you know, 
Amy and Maddie are beside me, and she's like, "We're like, you, you, you what dessert do you want?" Of course, Maddie's going <laughs> straight for an M M&M and M chocolate cookie, or you know, or whatever, just right. like something bought at Kroger. Yeah. And Mom's like, "Nene made chocolate pie." And also this, right? She's like pointing at everything she made. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. subtle. Well, it's like if all of her stuff's gone and there's still other families' dessert sitting there, it's like it's a little bit of a... <laughs> Poke yeah. your chest out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit of a... I mean, you better hurry up and go get that mac and cheese because it's, I mean, there ain't but just... Well, it, I mean, that chocolate pie got, got eaten. I will say that. Oh, yeah. And Dad was sitting beside me and I got a piece or two and I was like dad I'm pretty sure that she's like yeah my chocolate pie's gone dad was like what I'm, I'm still eating I didn't even get none <laughs> so he goes up there and like gets like the tin tray and he's just like <laughs> scraping, scraping chocolate off the bottom I've ate more looking. today than I've eaten the last two months he did so there is like there was like <laughs> there was no pie left it was just like the chocolate that was in the bottom a little bit of, and then like literally two inches of crust, top of a crust, <laughs> and he was just scraping that up and eating it. But uh can't believe this. It was good, Mom. Well done. Shout out to Nene uh, for taking care of us. Well, um, now that we've embarked on, you know, I'm saying it's the Christmas season, we'll be a couple of days into December the next time we record. Is there uh, any episode, football this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, the be, SEC championship is going to be this coming up week. So maybe that's what it is. It's just so, all the conference championship yeah. games. Okay. So uh, you're That'll looking, be good. I'm about to say, I think you're – So you got Alabama and Georgia, obviously, which I wonder how – I was asking Gosh, myself, how do we – I mean, they, they locked up the West, but it's like uh, if they would have lost to Auburn, you know, we beat Auburn – you know, we're right behind. You know, I know we lost the head-to-head, but I don't know, somebody I heard, the scenario, I heard the scenario that if LSU would have beat Alabama and then Alabama also lost to Auburn, that would have put us in the SEC championship. Well, right, because at that point they wouldn't have locked up the West. But it's kind of like – I mean, I guess that they're going to go by the losses. Yes. So it's, it's, it's not, okay, well, we beat – this team who beat this this team it's their one loss head. in the SEC versus our two yeah uh, so you got Alabama Georgia and then you have uh who else who Michigan else? Uh, uh Michigan and Iowa <laughs> we're all pumped about that game uh let's see what other games we got out there yeah I just you know, has Iowa scored more than twenty points this year? No, no. That's that's just gonna be. That's just not even gonna be. I don't watch. Yeah, not really. Uh, then who else? So I'm guessing it's Tulane and. That's the. Who's gonna be the ACC title game? Florida State and who? Remind me. I know, I know it because we, they were talking about it the other night. I completely forgot. Uh, I mean, is it Clem? Is it Clemson? No. Is it North Carolina? Clemson or North Carolina has to be. Can't be anybody else. Um. Anyway, 
All that so, to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all that to say, next week we'll be uh, we'll be past conference championships. We'll be kind of looking at what the uh, <clears throat> no the Big Twelve everything. is Texas and Oklahoma State. Ah, I gotcha. That's the one I was. And then say. Mountain West is Boise and UNLV. Oh, look at there. Uh, where's the ACC? Oh. Uh, but anyway, should be should be a decent weekend. So New Mexico State and Liberty play Conference USA. Pac-12 is Oregon and Washington. That's gonna be a good one. That's a rematch. I from forgot earlier. about that one. I know there's a big. That was another big rematch. That's Oregon's only loss. Um, so they'll be playing that in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State, Texas, Miami, Ohio versus Toledo. Some action. Uh, Mountain West boys of UNLV. Uh, ACC, SMU and Tulane. Is that ACC? That's not the ACC. This is the American, excuse me. Yeah. And uh, Georgia, Alabama, Sun Belt is App State and Troy. Ooh. That'll be a barn burner. <laughs> um, ACC is Louisville and Florida State. Ah, uh, Louisville. Gotcha. Okay. I know I was off on that. Sam Swanson, Samsonite. <laughs> exactly. I was way off. In Michigan and Iowa. Uh, Anyway, well, next week we're going to get into uh, – we'll start having a little bit more uh, christmas theme to some of our episodes. So if you haven't yet, I mentioned this last week, follow us on Instagram at brotherlybanter underscore podcast. Um, we'll put, you know, just clips of um, an episode up or we'll put any updates that we do. We'll probably have a few Christmas or holiday bonus episodes to put up. Uh, you know, I'm thinking it'd be cool to to record an episode at Mom and Dad's house. I think we could load this stuff up and take it to Mom and Dad's. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Uh, if we can manage that. Uh, anyway, and then, uh, but also, I want to use social media as a way to kind of interact with one another. We don't really, uh, we don't we don't have much of an opportunity to do call-ins, but I'd love to take some surveys and polls from social media, and uh. Here's get some feedback on different things from you guys. So, anyway, be sure to do that and um, keep updated. Stay updated on everything we're doing. Keep in touch with us. Uh, we want to keep interacting. Thank you all for listening to us. Had a lot of people jumping on recently, and we're super excited about it. Uh, oh, yeah. You got any closing thoughts for us, Joshua? No. As we wrap it up? No. Um, just uh, start getting ready and getting the Christmas spirit. It's the most wonderful time of year. Amen. It's the most. Anyway, well, we hope y'all have a great week. We'll be right back here uh, next week, and uh, we can't wait to hear you again or see you again. Uh, we're not hearing or seeing anyone. We're talking to you. Uh, here on Brotherly Banter. You're drunk. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting off zero. Right now. Got him a buzz and getting buzz out of here. All right. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>